Welcome to the Fantasy Goons Podcast, part of the Pucks Out family. It's time to skip the book and find out the info you need to win your league with Bobby, Davey and Brandon. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the Fantasy Goons. I'm Bobby. He's Davey. He's Brandon. Hello. You can find us on Twitter at the Fantasy Goons. And don't forget to check us out on our main weekly show, the Pucks Out Podcast. Now let's get you the info you need to be a champ uh, for your fantasy pool. Uh, how are you guys this week? Wonderful. Not bad. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I mean, I feel like we're a lot of where we were last this time last year where, you know, I'm not, I'm a little behind, but you haven't positives are the there. Yet. I haven't fallen into just drinking on the show <laughs> yet. Uh, yeah. Davey had a fantastic night. Bobby, oh. you've been killing it. I think uh, Davey's at 244. You're at 238. I'm at 209. My roster is built more, we were talking about this right before the show, more widely. So, you know, yeah. there's a couple of series that could end pretty quickly here that could hurt both of you. Yes. Whereas there's no series that can end yeah. that really hurts me. Now, the series that would have to lose to hurt me would be Ve- Vegas and Colorado would have to lose. Mm-hmm. Them and right. So, mm-hmm. Well, but honestly, honestly, the- a four game sweep yeah. didn't help you. You know, I mean, uh, not that it hurt you, but Nathan it McKinney didn't got me enough points you. to like make it a little bit okay to make it a little <laughs> bit enjoyable. Uh, but over the last seven days, the point total has been uh, Davey has scored 186 points. I've scored 186 points. Uh, Brandon got 168 points over the last seven days. Uh, you had yourself a 50 point day yesterday on Monday. That is yeah. insane. Did. Yeah. I did not. I generally I, I needed it bad, though, because my Edmonton Oilers, who I have numerous players on, lost. And so that was I think it hurt me. I think who else did it hurt you at all? I mean, um, a little bit. I had McDavid. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. obviously didn't feel yeah. good. But, out for you. but I went I really helped myself because if McDavid would have advanced through or that would have been a long series, obviously he would have probably scored more than he did. But I had actually a good amount of Jets players that Shifley and nice. Wheeler and Pionk are really killing it for me right yeah. now. So, like, it honestly hurts that McDavid's out. And that was the, my number one overall pick. But it doesn't. It, you know, really, realistically, we've seen him perform in the play or not perform in the playoffs and get his team through. Whereas yeah. we've also seen those three guys push the yeah. jets through mm. farther than you think they're going to go. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I will tell you that I am loving my first round pick. I don't know how you guys are love or uh, how feel about your first round picks. Not good. <laughs> Not lo- good. But I'm <laughs> loving my Nathan McKinnon. Uh, he's, he has, he, he got 30 points uh, in that first series in four games. <laughs> I don't know nice. how many points your guys, your first rounders got you. Well, uh, I think if you add up your first, your, your both y'all's first round points, uh, Nathan McKinnon uh, will triple it, double it. Well, or- McDavid had one less game than he played uh, the entire five game series last year and last year he had like 28 (laughs) points and was still like third on my team. He did not have a good series at all and only got me nine points, but I have only lost McDavid. I did lose Ovechkin who got me 12, but that was a late round pick for me. So it wasn't, it didn't hurt so bad. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly, I think was literally my last pick. 
Uh, I've lost Did- John Carlson and Tory Krug. So mm-hmm. I'm not okay. super yeah. opposed to that. My biggest problem has been, but it's not necessarily a problem because they're not negative points, mm-hmm. is my goalies that haven't played. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, I think we all have at least one goalie that's just a dud. You, your goalie's a dud because, well, he's playing, but you <laughs> that's got, even worse, yeah. though. He got four losses and a sweep to, to Winnipeg. Yeah. Mike Smith got me yeah. a minus one. Whereas, yeah. so. uh, my dud is Volamov, who might not even see the ice again now that Sorokin's doing so well. Right. And you've got, which he might show up, Leonard uh, might show up. Leonard, Leonard and Mrazic, which I don't hate both having. Both zeros, so but I don't have any. Later on. That, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we, if we, if Novelkovich, Nadelkovich goes out and loses to tonight i think you know i think brenda moore is crazy not to give Mrazic a shot yeah. in my mm-hmm. opinion but, and i i do want to from the bottom of my heart thank you for taking leonard first and not flurry <laughs> that was you know that was a bad call by me but not i, I don't regret it's, it's not it a stupid it call. actually could it almost off. it almost looked well well there for a time there it could have been it could have been a great call that that there for a time there my Soros pick was not looking good at all. Looking good, not yeah. looking good at all. Because he was going to start all four of the games that he was going to lose. Yep. You know, and like get, coming out with those two wins, sitting there with nine points right now, I'm pleased with it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm 58. I w- like it would be, it would, I kind of wish we were doing points for like maybe like a quarter point for a save because he would have gotten so many points to last game. Really oh, I, was, was I also huge. wish shots. I mean, you know, a lot yeah. of these guys that we have, if we could have, if we get not even necessarily adding hits and blocks, which kind of crazes up the, the situation. Yeah. I really do wish we could have shots on goal yeah, and but, saves yeah, for but, the you know, goalies. We're working with what we got. No, <laughs> no. I mean, it's fine. It just it, it makes it does, challenging. It but... changes the game a little bit. But uh, I'm 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 happy with where I'm sitting. But I could leave this with. You know what I am surprised goalies, about so. is um, a. First off, uh, you know, I've got two players on my team that have got me zero points. One of them, John DeForest, you know, I don't think. Oh, only two, huh? Uh, and, uh, I'm sorry. No, well, no. I okay, one, sorry. No, I, he's out now. Well, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Actually, I was looking at my offensive. Uh, I've got Max Pacioretty shit, but I think he'll turn. I think he'll get me some points coming yeah, out. I think so. And then, but on my defense, uh, Justin Schultz, who is no longer in it with Washington and uh, Justin Folk for uh, St. Louis and Nick Haig, but he's in, he's on Vegas. He'll get him. I'm honestly, I'm honestly pleased with where I'm sitting right now because because I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have six guys that are scoreless, all defensemen. And li- li- look, at, listen to this list of names. Shea Theodore, nothing. Jake Muzzin, nothing. Jared Spurgeon, nothing. Petrie, nothing. Uh, Jacob Slavin, who's only played one game, to be fair, nothing. Uh, Shea Weber, nothing. I mean, I could very easily be sitting there with no points coming out of the first round from six of those guys. So mm-hmm. to be so close to you guys right there with that, I'm pleased. I, I mean, that's great. Even if Hubert Huberto goes out sitting there with 23 points for me, bro, you got to yeah. be excited think, about that. Yeah. You're going to be just fine over there. I really think you will be. I think I'm going to be hurting bad, especially if Pitt loses. Like I, I do only have one player with a zero who's knocked out. Now Vince Dunn, St. Louis. So I've actually put on some pretty good points, but Real quick, I do want to walk through who I lost because uh, TJ Oshie, Backstrom, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, Tyson Berry, Darnell Nurse, Vince Guy- Dunn, and Mike Smith. Guys that were playing, and besides Mike Smith, uh, yeah. Yeah. guys that were playing pretty well is right. also the problem. And we talked about the Washington-Boston series earlier. I mean, 4-1 was not 
explanatory of what actually happened in that series. It could have very easily have been four one Washington. And that is a, that's, that hurts to, to lose some of those guys for sure. But I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, the remaining games of this round and the upcoming round. My Boston guys are killing it for me. If Aho can move through, he's killing it for me. Yeah. Uh, Forsberg, he's doing pretty okay. I mean, Hall was a steal for me. Barzal has been a little bit of a disappointment, yeah, if we're being honest. Kinda... Six points, but I mean, Jank Gunsel, if we're being honest. To only one assist the whole series, but I would honestly be happy with him only getting one assist all series if it means that Pittsburgh loses because that helps me more than anything yeah. else. Because that helps what, me yeah. real quick, how many it. does Matthews have? Uh, nine I, points. I don't have. He's not on my team. He has I nine remember points. You pick over me. No, I got Matthews. Oh, sorry, he got Matthews. Nine points, a goal, and two assists. I ended, game ta- I ended up taking Rantanen. Uh, because okay. when you uh, real quick, my my mix up. Does he took, Marshan, you, you took Marshawn, and he's got fifteen points, which is pretty Marshan's good. So awesome. awesome. I was going to combine nine. He has compare. nine points. So okay, so my, my but he's pick got less right games now, played. Yeah, my pick right now. It was a successful one. Now, my the real question is, and where I'm going to determine the winner, should I happen to lose? Does any do any of you guys have a goalie assist at this point I do. in the game? I've got. Let's Damn. see. I've got. I do. Grubauer. Mark <laughs> Andre Fleury. That's not even a fair goalie assist. <laughs> Mark Andre Fleury got himself an assist. Okay. Did well, really? Soros got himself an hey, assist. Hey guys, we all so, got one. Yeah. So I did want to bring up that in the uh, because we couldn't do it on here on the off chance that there was a goalie goal. Do we want to make a gentleman's agreement that it's worth like a good bit of points that we add ten at the points end? goalie goal you added on at the end? Ten. Ten is a lot, but I'm willing to say let's yeah. do it. That ten is. So so rare t- t- bro if it happens yeah. it's so rare i think it's and happened 10 points, like eight yeah, times ever points, yeah all right deal so that 10 won't points change goal, goal. the game but like it will be dominant yeah i could use that happen. 10 points right yeah <laughs> yeah goalie goal Mark happens Andre gets himself a hat trick tonight gentlemen's <laughs> gentlemen's agreement 10 points 10 added points. no matter what tack the final score says it's a tack on yeah at the very end i think that's fair just yeah i mean you can always just I can throw it on and I can probably go in and add it to the score immediately. So there's no confusion. Sure. But Mm -hmm. all right, let's move in. Uh, They don't, you know, not much news that we didn't cover. Uh, You know, like we said, John Tavares might be out for a while. Um, So we're going to do a three part series, the good, the bad and the ugly. This week, we're going to start off with the good, Uh, you know, talking about uh, fantasy draft picks from the fantasy uh, regular season. Uh, You know, whether it's, you know, a pick you really liked or you drafted them and they did a lot better compared to what they were projected. I'll start us off with uh, Jacob uh, Chitron, Chikrin, uh, Chikrin yep. from right. the Yotes, uh, D-Man. His uh, preseason rank was 286. His final ranking. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but I do think we should highlight that we didn't necessarily choose the exact same league. We tried mm-hmm. to pick a pretty standard yeah, league where, stayed, we, yeah. where we're hi- highlighting their final ranking. They were very close in all three of the leagues we picked, yeah. so it may be a little different based on stats and stuff. I'm yeah. sorry, but Go ahead. they'll be within the same area. Yeah, they'll be in the realm. Um, yeah. So Jake, uh, Jacob Chikrin. All right. So yeah, he uh, had 18 goals, 23 assists, 41 points. Uh, ended up ending the season on on the league that I got him uh, from, and uh, at number 41. So that's a pretty big jump. And I mean, that's a thing that if you you know, I picked him up in a league and got him really late, and I actually picked him up during free agency. Didn't even draft him. Uh, and he ended up being a game changer for me on defense, uh, just, you know, for a deep league, you know, a guy who can come out on a good Coyotes team. Uh, and then uh, in Florida, uh, you know, listen, everyone knew this is a great player, but he moved up. You know, it it's a lot easier to go from like the 200s up into the top 50. It's a lot harder to go from 
uh, the bottom area of the top 50 into like the top 20 barkov man i mean he he mm, yeah you know, he had a great year Amazing. he started in that, like, so did a lot of the panthers that at 44 ended at number 18 i mean that is, i mean just it, the florida players just did so well this season above you know their a- average draft position and my final guy listen I, don't, I didn't do enough research to get his actual rank but you see soros man if you had him in a dynasty league or picked him up in a dynasty league, you are sitting pretty right now because this time last season, there was questions about whether or not he was going to be the long-term goalie for the Preds. And not only last did, season, there were questions at the beginning early of this season. This season bro. Not only has he shown that he's a good goalie, it shows that he he's here to stay. I mean, he has been lighting it up for since pretty much since like March 14th. He's been lighting it up um, and he's put, you know, these last two games, even the game, even the first two games of the playoff series, you know, he didn't look great. But it was clear that didn't the, look bad. The, didn't look bad. The defense, you know, he needs his D in front of him, just like any goal. He needs the defense to step it up. Uh, but yeah, those three players have just played well above their ADP. And I would mm-hmm. say they, he definitely probably played well above his ADP. But I would say that the biggest point on Soros is is that wherever he ended up in the rankings was irrelevant because if you had him on the stretch that he had, mm-hmm. it was so important Huge. to your team. No matter if he ended at 300 or 200 or whatever, the, that was based on his early season where it's hard to come back in those ranks. It was very important that if you got him at the right time, you kept him. And so I love that pick no matter we I don't think you really that was one of those picks that you didn't need the final ranking to yeah. prove yeah. that you were right or wrong. I think it was a great pick. Yeah. Uh, Davey, what do you got? Well, naturally, I have to start off with the Dallas star, um, Joe Pavelski. Um, he just man, it, it coming in 232 preseason ranking and final ranking. He was in number 30. Uh, that is a heck of a, you know, jumping Probably up not getting spots. drafted by. And I mean, he, it was yeah. a few weeks before even leagues that he was available that I was even willing to pick him up. Oh, man. You he, know, he like, was one of the guys I, I just grabbed him. He was still a free agent when I grabbed him, which was huge. Um, he actually ended up with uh, 25 goals, 26 assists for 51 points plus 22. And he had that 21 power play points, which was good enough for I think it was top 15 in the league this year, which he was leading top for, 15. I think he was pretty close to the top. I just looked it up and he actually what he, he was most he of the drop, season. He dropped he drop quite a, a bit because he yeah. went on a drought there where he didn't score for a long time. Well, I think that was a whole Dallas thing. Though, it was right? a whole <laughs> Dallas thing. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so you can't knock that. And uh, that's a pretty solid little jump for him. Um I also have a, a goaltender here, Jack Campbell for Toronto. He had a nice opportunity to step in when Freddie Anderson uh, went down for majority of the season. Um, and he started at 386 and his final ranking was 66. Uh, Jack Campbell had himself a great year with uh, 17 wins and three losses. I mean, unbelievable. 2.15 goals against and a .921 save percentage. Uh, what a great opportunity for Jack Campbell, a former Dallas star, <laughs> to come up and play a good, great, um, a good, great season with Freddie down like a that veteran. Must, that must have been a while ago, right? Because he's been on yeah, Las, he never, Las, uh, Las Vegas, Los Angeles for he a while. Was a now, Dallas right? Stars draft pick, and, ah. and yeah, so he never actually played. I, I think he might have played a game or two, but not many. Not I could a, be wrong not there, enough but, to be like, oh, he was a yeah, Dallas star, exactly. Never created his space there but it looks like he is now loving um, loving the picks boys y'all picked before me so (laughs) so we got some good ones (laughs) yeah i mean i'm not that i dislike mine but i really like i really like your guys 
franchises for sure. I'm going to run with another goalie real quick, Cal <clears throat> Peterson. Um, for the for the Kings, he also had a nice opportunity to come in and, and pick up some slack from a vet who that uh, from a veteran that couldn't play as well. And um, 353 was his preseason ranking. He is 40 when he ended the season. Wow. What a great opportunity for Cal Peterson with a Kings team that could potentially have a great. I mean, might have a good run next year, depending on how they you know they they fix things up in the off season. Um, and then lastly, I've got the Hurricanes, Martin Nietzsche, who I was a huge fan of all season. He was a 279 preseason ranking, and he ended it with a 96 ranking, which just cracked the top 100. Um, he ended with uh, 14 goals, 27 assists for 41 points with a plus 25. Um, 11 power play points. This this man was was all over the score sheet, and he was a huge part of why I won the championship in a couple leagues. I had him in both of those leagues, and it was a big part of of my winnings there. And I um I had to I had to include him in that list. So yeah, that's that's who I've got. Great, great choices. Like I just said, uh, I've got a few, and you guys went with those more niche players that you really got to steal from. I'm actually gonna go a little bit opposite. And go with those guys that, that everybody in the league drafted extremely high and got their money's worth. Oh, Connor yeah. McDavid and Dr- Leon Dreisaitl. It's easy to say the guy that was preseason rank number one is going to not have a great season. And I mean, even if he ended at 10, you know. That's not worth the pick that you placed I mean, honestly, on him. At, 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 the number one overall, if they don't, if it they're at number six, then you that's what feel I'm like, saying. Ugh. That's what I'm saying. It's almost so, in that bad category. So yeah. for for Connor McDavid to go be preseason number one, go 33 goals, 72 assists with 105 points. His plus minus is 21. If you know, if you're counting that, which a lot of leagues do. 37 power play points with 200 <laughs> shots on goal. Led the league, right? That <laughs> is uh, f- uh, it's phenomenal. You got your money's worth. I now, think, wasn't if, it like if you took away all of his goals, just his points from assists, wouldn't he lead the league in points or something like that? I, I don't know believe so. I believe yeah. so. I mean, it's it's so ridiculous. And now if you were an idiot and drafted him number one overall in some sort of playoff pool or something, then you're would do dumb. That. Especially you're when dumb. He, Two years in a row, you're an idiot. That person would have friends telling him that he shouldn't do you're it. You're an idiot, but uh, I mean, you know, I don't know anybody like that. If yeah. I were being honest, so I, I wanted to highlight that that you know, it the great picks don't always have to be the picks that are steals as much as they are. You got what you paid for, and mm-hmm. so Leon Dreisaitl, same type of deal. Uh, you know, number two preseason draft ranking. Number two final ranking, 31 goals, 53 assists with 84 points, which sounds like garbage when you're comparing him to his his, his <laughs> teammate, but a plus, tw- a plus minus 29, 32 power play points with 168 shots on goal. You got what you paid for at the top of the draft this year if you didn't overthink it. And yeah. I, I, I find that to be a tough thing to do. I mean, it's tough to say this guy's ranked number yeah. one i'm gonna draft him mm-hmm. and you, you do it so, so question next season next playoff fantasy pool are you taking kind of david, david, david one? no question dude. <laughs> he'll, be, not? he'll be 25 <laughs> at that point he'll be 25 no like i it's one of those things five years from now you're gonna be saying this is the year when he does well. i lose when, when i lose picking him number one i'm feeling better than if 
I yeah. let one of you guys get him. It's it's I because he a really he, he easily pick. even if they get sleep there there is a chance McDavid could have gotten like 25, 30 yeah. points in that. He first got round. he got a, a goal and three assists, and there was literally a game where it was one to nothing. Okay, like he played. They got shut down two games. games. He did get shut down, but I mean, shut down. They barely let him. him. They barely let him shoot. Yeah. It is. It, uh, they did their job. They did exactly what they had to do: was shut those guys down. They and, were <laughs> who they thought he was. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I mean that's. There, so, have y'all seen um, Stephen A's rant about Edmonton yet? Uh, here, here is the audio from it. We all know I'm not a hockey expert. Okay, the only thing I know about hockey is that the puck is black. But even I have heard that Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle. I've heard both. Of the, I've heard of both of those guys. Connor McDavid, the phenom, the future of the sport, the NHL's leading scorer. Drysaddle, second in scoring to McDavid this year. The NHL's leading scorer. Last year, swept in the first round as the higher seed after not even getting out of the qualifying round last year. Now, how are you going to do hockey like that? <laughs> I can't tell you how excited I am oh, that, that ESPN got the rights because you know what we haven't had is commentators that bring life to the sport like agreed. that. Agreed. He love or hate agreed, Stephen A. Agreed. He is making it so interesting and he's going to bring so much uh, I love it. personality Fantastic to it. analysis of that because I am not a Stephen A fan but that is what ESPN commentators are going to yeah, bring to hockey. For sure. And I love that he can be like listen I don't know hockey when instead of just being like oh let me, let me try and pretend to read off the cue cards and pretend like yeah. I know what I'm talking yeah. about. The thing is, he summed it up so well for that casual hockey fan. That's exactly what I said on the main <laughs> show, essentially. I didn't say it as, as quite as uh, verbosely as, yeah. uh, as Stephen A said, but that is right. That is absolutely right. It is so disgusting that this is the ho- these are the two best hockey players in the league, arguably. I mean, you could make your yeah. argument here and there. And they couldn't even scalvage together one win. Well, and they couldn't wow. scalvage together one win. Were so they up wild. 4-1 or 3-1 when they lost? I mean, they were up 4-1, to one, yeah. right? Yeah, they were up 4-1. And lost the game in overtime. In it's overtime, not yeah. it's not acceptable. Um, you know, they're, they're, it's, it is, it is disgusting. Like if you're I, agree, I hate yeah. saying this. I agree with Stephen A. Smith so much. It was a, it was a perfect non-hockey fan take. I, I loved it. I'm going to make that a soundbite. Just, I agree with Stephen A. so much. I still use on everything. <laughs> Just use it. That's okay. I mean, you know, okay. like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I went to, before I go to, uh, what I, I just, I just basically picked the whole team because, uh, uh, they did so dominant. I do want to like give an honorable mention to my boy Elias uh, Lindholm, who was preseason projected rank at like three twenty two, ending at, at which was way too low, way way too low. Ending at the season at twenty six, he had a great season uh, uh, for the Flames. So I do want to highlight that. But now we're going to go into the Hab Central. Where it is, I mean, we, I, I probably could have kept going down the list and kept finding them. It, that was the problem. That's why I have so many, and I'm sorry about that, guys. But they were just so absurdly ranked. Jeff Petrie, uh, projected rank of 47, so not real, but, uh, but ending at 22, a great season. <clears throat> 12 goals, 30 assists with 42 points. Six plus minus, which is is not bad for a defenseman that is on the ice a lot. Fifteen power play points and a hundred and twenty eight shots on That's goal. Great. Like 
I'm not even looking into the in depth of the hits and blocks that he added to your to your team. It was it was a guy that really stepped up time and time again for the Habs. Moving to Josh Anderson, who wow. I loved him all season. <laughs> he was amazing all season. Projected rank of 87, multi-positional cat, you know, guy uh ended at rank 23. Stats 17 goals, 7 assists, 24 points, a minus 10. So if you're playing plus minus, that wasn't super beneficial. Only two power play points, but 125 shots on goal. And the hits that he delivered for your team are just, uh, you know, it's unheard of for that guy that's going to score you 24 points to get the level of hits that he also uh, brought to the team. Uh, moving on to Tyler Toffoli. Uh, he was rejected pretty high at, at 28, ranked 12 at the end of the season. And so like 28's a pretty high rank, but that many spots moved up. What, 16 spots moved up in those top 30 are so valuable. You, there's a chance that you got him in the 40s picking him. And 28 goals, 16 assists, 44 points, 10 power play points, 158 shots on goal. Valuable. Again, Great. left wing, right wing, left wing, right wing capabilities. That adds so much to your team. Thomas Tatar. This is the this is the real steal if you happen to get him. You're only about halfway through your Habs players? Only about halfway <laughs> through. I've got three more. Projected rank of 300, ended at 29. Thomas Tatar killed it for you if you got him. 10 goals, 20 assists with 30 points, 8 power play points, uh, 82 shots on goal. But again, it goes back to the hits and the Mm -hmm. blocks that he's providing on that offensive uh, side of things. Amazing. Nick Suzuki, uh, we all kind of talked about him as the steal, me in particular. <laughs> I dropped him uh, midseason. Like I dropped, or well, when tailing off, when they were tailing off there, right. for a minute, I dropped him. I, I, see, I couldn't center, pull the trigger on dropping him. Man. Center, right wing, projected at 51, which in, you know, hourly, I mean, that's fairly high, higher than I thought. He ended at 36 because, like you said, he did t- drop off. You mm-hmm. had him at the beginning of the season. He really provided such a bonus because he was projected at 51 he probably didn't go to what eighth ninth round like Mm. you could have stolen him in a couple of places i mean 15 goals 26 assists with 41 points uh minus five again that was a an issue if you deal with that but 13 power play points with 110 shots on goal in a 56 game season i mean this is this is uh amazing numbers and then my boy, Shay Weber, projected 201, ended the season ranked 25, continued. Everybody's, oh, he should retire. <laughs> He's terrible. Get him out of there. Uh, played Only played 48 games, six goals, 13 assists, only 19 points, so not amazing. Minus four, 11 power play points, though which is uh, extremely beneficial. And again, it was a guy that you could steal that was going to get you a bunch of hits Dude. and a bunch of blocks, which is oh. it's going to be so valuable, especially in a categories league. Bro, it doesn't matter if you have the best team that can score the most points. 
You win hits, blocks, shots on goals. If you play PIMS, you know, I mean, he got you a bunch of PIMS. Fantastic. I am I am very pleased with the Habs players that I pulled the trigger on. I unfortunately did not pull the trigger enough with the zero championships. <laughs> you know, to think about these guys jumping so so quick on these ranks and for that team to really just not be that good, right? Isn't that strange? Like I just don't think that team's got it in them, but I it just it it, it was, dumbfounds it me a was, little bit. It does. It, it was they played together well, yeah, is the yeah. thing. They are not a bunch of big name guys. And what's the most surprising is something that you mentioned before the show, and I'm going to give you credit for it. Katakanemi was yeah. not anywhere in the realm of somebody I would put on this list. He might actually be on the realm of one of these other two lists of the bad or the ugly. Right. You know, I right. mean, yeah. that was super disappointing. But again, dude's like 19. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, give him a break. <laughs> it's like, the, you know, like the, you know, the, the, the roof is falling, caving in. But realistically, he's just a dude that's like, nearly 10 years younger than us yeah, exactly. just like, you know, like, dude is like i literally do not care what these dudes say but uh but that was very surprising but a lot of great surprises this this season i mean that's the way she blows mm-hmm. you know right. But, all right uh before we leave will any quick impressions you guys have on the first week and a half two weeks of this playoffs uh, i mean it's uh, it's looking good man these good are some good series hockey i'm loving it Love this um, hockey. Something that I've said between all of us to other people, dude. I do not know if there's a team that the Colorado Avalanche will not make look like a high high school hockey team right now, right. bro. They are <laughs> yeah. the Blues are not great, uh, but they they got uh, the the shaft, dude. They, they are not. They aren't not yeah. as bad as they look. <laughs> it was awful. They got Bennington apart. <laughs> Bennington, really Bennington probably had the best. I mean, this is a Stanley Cup winning goalie, and he probably had the best playoff series that he's ever had. And it looked like he was a little kid. He looked like it was me out there playing goalie. I think dude. it was game one after game one. Anson Carter was like on the the broadcaster. Anson Carter was was like. There is no chance for the St. Louis Blues at all. No. They are going to get swept. They, and they were they get, getting I was like, yes. I won, I won. I mean, before the season, I told you I put money on them sweeping. That I won, won me 50 bucks off like a $5 bet. Like, <laughs> dude, Bennington was, if there's a definition of standing on your head, that game one, when he is laying flat out and throws his leg up and blocks that shot. <laughs> Honestly, I just think it made Con- uh not Connor McDavid. Obviously not. <laughs> uh, I think it just made Nathan McKinnon mad enough yeah. to where he was like, "All right, yeah." And it's so cool. they were yeah. like averaging like what? Like wasn't like forty shots on goal <laughs> yeah. a game? Like, yes. and the dude d- really. I mean, he only let in like three or four a game. Like, not bad. Eh? There is no <laughs> any other goalie. It would they would have gotten like eight or nine goals. There is no way that <laughs> yes. that three goalies could have stood in front of that goal and won that series. If, <laughs> yeah, am, if, oh, yeah. if someone like Bobrovsky was in goal, it would have been like ten to nothing. Like it, he, he would. I mean, he would have gotten torn. To I pieces. am so happy that joining Bennington Law. The best part about him, Bobby. I'm glad we didn't add this in on the stats. 
skating menacingly over the other side of the ice. Like if we'd have got gave points for that, you would won. You would have won the yeah. whole game. I mean, but only when there's referees in between them. That's the only yeah. time you ever see Bennington like, do it. So is he like, had a direct route to go. He skated to his left like, to get in front of the ref. Right. He's like, he's like, he's the, he is that hold jerk. Back. Hold me back. Yeah. He is the hold me back friend that all of us have. He's like, come on, bro. What's up? What's up, bro? And you're just like, go, bro. I don't yeah. care. Like, go fight, dude. You're a grown man. Bro, bro. Dude, Risa, I'll get your you back, back, but you got to go in there first. They are they are the on, the only team that can beat Colorado is Colorado in my mind yeah. right now. I right? think I think honestly, if we see them face Vegas, I think that'll be the best series in the entire playoffs. Vegas of of the actual teams that are yeah. not themselves that can beat them. That'll it's Vegas. Be even then, think about hockey. It. Think about the player, the star power, and just the overall scoring power that uh, Colorado has. And think to yourself, who the best player on Vegas is? It's Mark Stone, I think. They're, Vegas I mean, they're, is probably I think the, they might. I think honestly, I could see. I could see Colorado if there was ever a team ever that could go sixteen and zero. This could be the team to do it. I don't think they're going to do it. I think the Stanley Cup playoffs like, is the hardest uh, team. But I'm just saying they have the they, they have the skill to do it. I, I, I'm saying right now they're not going to do it. One to I twenty think, though. I feel like Vegas is the best team. Yeah. On the in the in the I, they it, don't have the they don't have the star power that all the other but teams they got Mark have. Andre Fleury. But the, well, but the, I'm just saying one He's to twenty. It. No matter who they're putting on the ice, they play the best team yeah. hockey mm-hmm. of any of the For groups. Sure, yeah. um, I mean, I mean, and even then, I don't think Vegas would take them seven. I think Vegas would get beaten six or no, maybe no, six. I, I think more like five. I think, I've, I think it has to be a situation where Vegas is dominating so much that Vegas wins in like five or Colorado wins pretty handily or even if it goes a little deeper yeah. like I think because all it takes is whoever like wins that, that top series, line to start clicking and, and like if the moment Landis Gog Ranton and, and McKinnon start clicking it's over momentum Done. momentum is going to be just having so fun key in that series whoever got, wins that first matchup is going to be yeah. very I think, key I think Colorado goes to the cup loses in the cup you think? I mean, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> who do you think? God, I don't know. I don't even have a who, but you know, because I obviously projected Carolina, so that 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 won't happen. But uh, I mean, that I could don't happen. Know, but I, I'm just saying, I don't think Carolina. I, I honestly, feel like the Preds are the worst matchup for them. I think round. that yeah. um, if they can get past. I think the Preds, it's either going. I think it's either going to be. I think it's going to be uh, Colorado, Tampa. Honestly, I, I don't see Tampa. Like I, I've been. I was. Big I mean, on Tampa. I see Tampa beating Florida. I see Tampa. I mean, maybe Boston. Boston is where I was going. Boston. I was thinking Boston. The Canada teams have no chance. Let's nah, rule them out. I, I agree. Let's rule them out. I think it's got to be Boston. Especially, Boston honestly, Tampa, really. especially if, with if John Tavares doesn't come back at all for the Leafs, I think the Leafs are. If yeah. we're being if, if we're being honest, this is the most surprising comment that I think I'll make all day. If it is a Canada team. Jets. If we're being I completely mean, honest, that was yeah. shocking to me. It was shocking <laughs> to me as well. And I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. They look like a a full team. I, I just think it's gonna Carolina, be interesting to see them go against a team not Edmonton, though. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah, also, it'd be interesting to see any of those northern teams the way not though play a northern that team. <laughs> I know the the, the worst matchup I think for for Winnipeg right now though has to be Vegas who doesn't have that guy that you can key in on. Yeah. The keying in on Dreisaitl and McDavid, there was a game where it was like third period yeah. and McDavid didn't have a shot on goal. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, so I think they're really based to, to deal with your star power. Yeah. So their matchups are going to be key. Mm-hmm. Boston, I feel like, is the team that you got to fret about. Yeah, they're good. 
Marshawn's deadly, but Bergeron is, Costa, is playing I mean, better hockey that whole than I've seen in a while. Looking good. Taylor Hall has been, yeah. we even talked about it being a potentially great addition, and I believe that it's really added yeah. a lot. And to even that players like Nick line. Ritchie are coming up and playing. Craig Smith, guys like that, are the, Corrali is playing good. Like, yeah. there's good, they've got good. Great lineup, and I'm impressed. All right, guys. Thanks for coming in. Join us in two weeks. Uh, We'll see you guys later. Peace. This has been the Fantasy Goons Podcast, brought to you by Standing Stone Farms. Listen to the boys every week and join in on the conversation on the three majors of social media.